Welcome along to our second Six Nations uh, special Meet the Fans Public Opinion Forum. Uh, my name is Neil. Um, obviously, uh, you'll, you'll join from the In It The Side crew, uh, Dom Hardman with me. We are also joined this week by Olivia Cadets, a uh, French fan. Uh, also, Terry Bateman uh, from Wales and uh, Rab Higgins, I believe, from, uh, from Ireland. Uh, how are you doing, gents? You all right? Very good, thanks, mate. Thank you. Thanks, right. Excellent. Depressed, to be honest. <laughs> we'll get on to that. We'll delve deep and poke the pain, don't worry. Don't say that. We're a mental health team. So <laughs> right, so um, let's cut to the cut to the court. Obviously, we're here to review the Six Nation games. Um, so this weekend just gone, we had some absolute crackers of games. We had some really, really good games. Um, so first off, we had England versus Italy. Uh uh, obviously, the score there, you know, 41 uh, 18 to England. Um, and, and I mean, uh, we'll, we'll come straight to you, Dom. What, what do you think was different? Do you think they were better? Do you think, what, what was your opinion on the game? I mean, I think they were obviously most certainly better than uh, the week before, but I think by uh, no means, as a uh, England fan myself, and certainly some of the boys we were watching with on Zoom were, uh, were too impressed. I mean, to let Italy score first and a relatively soft try was uh, really sort of set the tone for the afternoon beers. But uh, I mean, you know, at the end of the day, it's, it's tournament rugby. You got to get your wins. They got the win, um, and I think he'll uh, he'll be looking at the squad using this break to uh, maybe make a few switches. Uh, a few of the Saris boys looking a bit a uh, bit tired out there from well, not not playing. Um, you know, and like I say, quite a few penalties going on from the front five. So. Uh, you know, overall, a, a good game, good to get the win. But, I mean, you know, you never like to concede first to Italy and probably not 18 points either, if I'm honest. Oh, yeah, yeah. No, I understand. And and obviously, we, we're we not joined by an Italy fan, but we've got to, you know, look at things from their point of view as well. I mean, did, was it the case of um, England paying poorly to let them in? Or do you think that Italy, um, you know, deserved the points they got and that sort of thing? It, it, was it? You know, one side in that way. I think, uh, yeah, they, you know, they definitely deserve the points. Um, I don't know what it is about England. We uh, seem to take a few minutes to switch on and start getting the first tackles in. Um, you know, and all credit to Italy. You know, they've got as long as listed injuries as anyone at the moment. Um, looking at their squad, um, but you know, we had this debate last week. Um, you know, can they compete? You know, um, and you know, eighteen points on England. I'd say that's uh, quite a good scalp for them. To be fair. Um, but yeah, I could say, good. I think positive result from them. But um, you know, definitely, you know, a lot, a lot more, uh, a lot more to work on. Yeah, and obviously, um, the name. I do apologise, but the name has slipped my mind. But we had the, the, the guy who had, had his debut scored a try on his debut and then got injured ten minutes later. Horrific yeah, injury. Jack Willis. Um, yes. Yeah, so obviously, a partner of the Dodgers, brave mind, uh, ambassador for them. Um, so, uh, you know, they've been, I think they've been in contact. Um, I think he's obviously obviously gutted. He's on the sidelines for a long time before that. Yeah. Um, and he's had a fantastic premiership season yeah. coming into this, you know, absolutely miles and miles ahead of anyone else in his position. Mm. Um, and, you know, one minute you see him screaming, you know, with joy, and then the next one it's, uh, you know, screaming in pain. And, you know, well, you regardless of who you support, no pain. one, you know, no one wants to see that. Yeah, well, you knew it was bad when they wouldn't play the replay straight away. 
Um, yeah. I wouldn't even watch it when they did because I just, that's oh, stuff like with knees and ankles and things just make me cringe, you know, it's, uh, and I feel for him. So, you know, hopefully speedy recovery for him, um, you know, and it's just not ideal, but it's one of those things. Um, what about you guys? Have you got anything to add about the, uh, the England uh, Italy game? Did you guys watch it? Yeah, I watched it live. Um, didn't watch it back on the replay. I'll be honest with you. No. Um, I thought Italy were extremely good value for their 18 points. Mm. Very, very good value. Mm. I thought to a certain extent, in the, the scoreline flattered England. Um, gutted for, for Willis. Um, <clears> I think <throat> along with him and Thomas Young, they're probably the two best flankers in, in, the, in the Premiership, in my opinion. Yeah. They're awesome. Why or oh why does Eddie Jones per, um, assist with Billy Van Polo at eight? I will never know. Don Brand would be my man. He's looking massively um, out of shape, isn't he, Billy? Massively out of shape. It's I don't understand it. There must be something more to it than than we see. Mm. Um, personally, I think the, you know you've got to get away from the the big lump that can lumber in. I think you've got to get more ball players in there if. Mm. if you want to play a quick game and that's what Eddie Jones says he wants to play mm. but why does again why does he keep um, persisting with the likes of Farrell with the likes of Youngs when they're supposed to be building for the next World Cup yeah well I, I, I mentioned this the other day and I think that we're in dangerous position of going the way of football and picking people for their names not on form um, and I personally wouldn't have any Saracens players in the squad I think the team needs to be picked to premiership players, players that are on form. Um, and like I said the other week, I think, I mean, we were better in terms of this, this week, but last week it was like watching schoolboy rugby, kick, 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 nothing. Oh, nothing on. Let's kick it again. Let's kick it again. And yeah, I mean, I wasn't that much more impressed this week, if I'm honest, but let's hope we I'll can. Be honest, mm. I'll be honest with you. My opinion is if England had played France oh, yeah. on Saturday, France would have absolutely torn them to pieces because I think the French are playing exciting rugby. Mm. I think they are, without doubt, the far more, the most improved of the Six Nations teams. Yeah. And it's they always say, you know, you never, you never want to come against, come up against a France a France team and give them any space. Yeah. And I think you know, looking at the game, there was so much space there from, um, from the English defence. Yeah. Even though it, the press were lording over it, I just. The next few weeks are going to be very, very interesting. Yeah. I, um, I I was so, so disappointed with the selection for the Italy game. Yeah. I looked at it and I thought to myself, all the changes that could have been made, or, or everybody that he stuck with, we everybody already knows what they can do. Yeah. yeah. We know that Ben Young's needs a dominant pack. In order to be effective, yeah. So they were always going to be, at least, it was pretty dominant against an Italian pack that would tire towards the end. So you're not learning anything new there. Yeah. And I just, um, Billy, there was a, a paper, a newspaper headline in Ireland, yeah, um, that said that if the pubs weren't shut, we would swear that Billy had been in the pub since lockdown. Yeah, <laughs> he's, he's looking at he, he? He, he and he was puffing and blowing. It's why he got yellow carded. Yeah, yeah. He, like, he just wasn't so far off the pace. I thought Farrell was the same. I thought Daly was the same. 
George was the same. George had his, I'm a huge Jimmy George fan. I'm a hooker myself. Mm-hmm. Huge Jimmy George fan and thought it was his worst game I've ever seen him play in an England shirt. Yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and, and the front row was right to be changed. Mm. But I just thought there was a real, a real opportunity. The young lad at 12, what must he be thinking? Yeah. Is yeah. it game? Or, yeah. Is Owen Farrell untouchable, undroppable? You, yeah. What should have happened is Farrell should have been told to go away and work on his fitness. Mm-hmm. Billy should have been told, you're a finisher now until you get yourself down to the, the weight that we need you at. And, the, and, and, and like I say, Young's gone, all the rest of it, and bring Ford in and let the young lad, give that young lad, lad loads of ball against the, uh, it was the 60th, 60th or 70th minute before he got a run against the Scots. Mm. Give him a run. Let him take the Italians on. Let's see what he's got. Yeah. I'll return to this theme later on with Ireland as well. <laughs> I was, you know, so, I, I'm, I'm a big Exeter Chiefs fan. I lived in Devon for 11 years. Mm-hmm. And I, I can't understand why, is, is Sam Simmons and Joe Simmons, have they upset Eddie, Eddie Jones? And yeah, it's, you know, the European that's a champions, head champions. Mm-hmm. And, 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 and he doesn't even, they're not even in the squad. <laughs> Mad. Sorry, run over. No, that's fine. That's what we want. I mean, we've just been touching. We've only touched on the England-Italy game so far, AD. Um, do you have any thoughts or comments on that game? Did you watch that one at all? To be honest, I didn't get. I didn't. I watched bits of it. I only caught highlights of it. I was surprised at how how long it took England to dominate the game. I suppose mm. Italy Italy put up a good fight for a lit, for a bit, and um, I'm sure what. Well, England maybe weren't worried, but. Certainly, they were. They came at them for a bit, didn't they? You know, I was expecting a fifty-pointer, and yeah. to be fair to Italy, you know, okay, it's still a still a doing, but it's a lot better than last week's. Well, to, to, you know. to them to score almost instantly, I think that put England on the back foot, and they were shocked straight away. Definitely, definitely. So yeah, I mean, fair play to Italy, though. You know, they, they're coming on leaps and bounds, and it's it's good to see. Yeah. Yeah it's, yeah, it's one of those. England won't be satisfied with that, though. You know, that's not. That's not. You'll go. They'll go. Yeah, it's a win. Yeah. Happy to do it. And yeah, we put some points on the board, but mm. wasn't a fifty-pointer. Yeah. You know. Yeah. And what about yourself, Olivier? Did you watch the England game? Yeah, of course. Um, you know, for us French, uh, just for Welsh and Irish. Uh, England is our beloved enemies, you know. Mm-hmm. But still, uh, it's quite sad because uh, sad because I believe that uh, we have seen the end of the system, you know. Mm-hmm. England has won too many match- games against France by yeah. playing a system, uh, playing with cakes and uh, with strength. But yeah. uh, here in France, and I think Irish and Welsh had only the the. Uh, those, uh, to the game of England. And now I think it's the end of a system for England. Mm. And here in France, we are quite proud to show that once again in the 21st century, rugby can be thought as a way yeah. to win games. I think that just as you said, uh, England should think of the next World Cup and try to begin to prepare. Uh, and instead of it's a lack of creativity and uh, when you think oh, I think we might have lost them there England tried wants to be able to once again the World Cup yeah yeah I think you're right and I mean it, I, it, it's interesting to say that it's quite sad to see England 
almost going backwards and not not playing progressive rugby, which is what we've been yeah. known for for certainly the last ten years, I believe. Well, maybe not that long, but but certainly for for, for a long time. And and like I said last yeah. week, I believe England genuinely believe England are going backwards, and every other team are going forwards, and we're going to be at the bottom of the list before long. I think it was very uh, very telling, like uh, like Rab said. You know, with the greatest respects to Italy, you always use the Italy game in the Six Nations to try something new, blood new players. Mm. You know, even give Marcus Smith 60 minutes, mm. you know, someone like that, Ben Spencer, <clears throat> even if he's not in your long-term plans, just, you know, chuck him a half and see what he does, yeah. you know. And if he doesn't, you know, he's probably, you know, he's on form. He's more than likely to have a good game. If he doesn't, you know, you just reevaluate And to go with pretty much the same side, which was pretty stagnant against the Scots the week before, mm. was, uh, you know, has he run out of ideas, old uh, Eddie Jones? Well, I'll give him a ring. Just, I'll ask him. If I could just put in, it wasn't just against the Scots that they'd run out of ideas. If you think back to the Autumn Nations Cup, that game against a French, a, a very a, a weekend, with, like I say, I was yeah, second yeah. or third string French team, and England were still lacking in creativity. I think so. It's not just an English malaise at the minute. I, I think it's going through a lot of uh, um, a lot of teams. Yeah, by yeah. the French. No, of course, of course. <laughs> right. Well, we'll move on to to the next match then. Uh, you came just in time, Eddie. Um, you're actually on mute at the moment. I don't know if you managed to. You meant to do that, but uh, um, so yeah. Um, obviously, the next match was Scotland Wales. Um, twenty four to Scotland, twenty five to Wales. Now, before we get onto it. We mentioned last week that we believed this was going to be the game of the weekend. And in my opinion, it was. It was, yeah. wow, uh, a nail-biter. Um, first off, Terry, um, are you ever going to win a, t- win a game against 15 players? <laughs> as long as the opposition play within the rules, we probably will be able to. Um, my, honest, my honest opinion is that the red card on Saturday was harsh. Right. I think a yellow would have sufficed in that instance. Mm-hmm. The totally different to the Omani. I mean, I'm sorry, I'm, I'm sorry, Rab, but Omani. Oh, I, I no arguments from this end. You know, <laughs> no that was that was that was 100% thuggery. I think Ferguson came in with an intent to cause damage, without a shadow of a doubt. Otherwise, he wouldn't have come in with his arm dropped down by the side. But the mitigating circumstances that the TMO provided that McParley ignored, I think there was a little bit of mitigating circumstances. So by the letter of the law, it was a red and it was correct. By giving a bit of empathy towards rugby and towards players, then I think it should have been yellow. Mm. Would that have affected the outcome of the game? I don't think so, Mm -hmm. because it's been said many, many times that when you play with a man down, and Neil, we've played with less than 14 on more than one occasion. You know, you tend to up your match. You tend to put in 110%. Um, you've always got that extra yard of pace. Yeah. I think the result was... I wouldn't have been too disappointed. Well, I would have been disappointed, but I wouldn't have been surprised if it had gone the other way. Mm. And, you know, I've got that much respect for the Scots and, and, and Irish because obviously we're part of the same tribe. Mm. Um, it's all of you, aren't you? <laughs> yeah, we're all brothers. Yeah. And, uh, you know, at the end of the day... Um, was, would it have affected the game? I don't think so. Because, I mean, we we were on the ascendancy 10 minutes before halftime and 10 minutes after halftime. Yeah. It's a uh, difficult one. In terms but of... But at the, the end of... 
sorry. Carry on. Sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt. But at, at the end of the day, you know, I'll take two from two because I'll be honest with you. I thought we were going to be zero from two. Yeah. And and in terms of actually how they played, like forget the result, forget how close it was. Were you happy with the Astral Welsh, Welsh performance as a whole? Overall, yes. Mm-hmm. Overall, yes. Um, I don't like Pivak as right. a coach. I really don't. I think we should have got the person I would have wanted was would have been Dai Young. Mm-hmm. Um, I I don't know. It's it's a very it's a very difficult one. There were there were some things I don't I, I don't like. I don't agree with some of his selections. Right. Who would you have in instead, or who would you change? Um. No. To a lot of Welsh people, this is probably sacrilege, but I think Alan Wynne Jones is oh. not necessarily at his best. Mm-hmm. Um, I think Adam Beard had a fantastic game at second row. Yeah. Um, I would be inclined to put. I would be inclined to go with um, Beard and Rollins at second row. Um, Jake Ball should not be anywhere near the squad because he's made his decision to go to Japan and he's not going to be there for the foreseeable, for the future. So why have him in there? You could bring in somebody else. Um, my back row, I love the I, know, I love the thought of Tipperick, star, uh, Tipperick and Lydia and Falato because they, when they were on form, they were the best in the world. I'm sorry. Yeah. You know, um, I'm a great Thomas Young fan, but he's not in the, not in the mix. There's a lot, you know, there's a lot of things there. The, the, the one thing that did, did blow me away was, again, Lewis Rizamit. I was just I mean, like I obviously see the Gloucester shirt behind you there, and I'm I'm a avid Gloucester fan, as you know, and uh, it was great to see him literally just it was almost like toying with the opposite backs. He was just he knew where to put the ball, what to do with it, and the pace on the guy. Jeez. Yeah, it's, it's like ridiculous. a Ferrari. It's, it, once he got that ball, it was like a Ferrari against a, a dump truck. Yeah, yeah. It was that and simple. A dump truck would gas any one of us. It was a bit harsh, <laughs> no. Eddie, I agree. But Let, let's let's be honest, Eddie. I mean the when you, if, I mean, I've looked at that so many, so many times, and he just doesn't look like he's moving. But then all this, I mean, Hog is no, is is no slouch. That that guy can run. Yeah. And what, he, what would you tip? Would you tip Zamet for the for the Lions? Take your Welsh oh, yeah. for a minute. Just your yeah. I, I agree with you. I personally, yeah. um, definite bolter for the Lions. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, my my to be honest, with you, my back my back three would be. Um, the, the Scottish wing, the South African guy, Van der Merwe, mm. Van der Merwe, whatever they call him, do you want Van der Merwe? Yeah. I'd have him, Zamet and Hogg. That would be my back three. That would scare any, that would scare any team. I agree, I agree. And uh, on the other side, AD, I mean, I have to say, I've never been so gutted to see Scotland lose a game in my... Genuinely, Aye. I was Ter- jumping up Ter- and down. To be honest, Terry's, Terry kind of took the wind out of myself. He... He came in the most the most sense I've heard coming out of Welshman. Maybe <laughs> <laughs> the only reason, um, the yeah, reason behind. No, um, I think to be honest, we we saw the the red card the same way. Mm. I think um, obviously that was the game changer. Yeah. Um, we we still managed to dominate a lot of the possession on the game, but then struggled as a well struggled to turn it into points. Yeah. You know, there was a lot of possession, a lot of time. The Welsh defence was just unbelievable. It was phenomenal. You know, we weren't making ground and with not having the extra, or sorry, with having an extra man on the pitch, um, you were just stifling the Scottish attack. Mm. Earlier, obviously, the first half, we were putting little probing kicks through, mixing it up, you know, putting it beyond you, 
little little chips through for people to land on, you know, and quite, you know, it, it was sort of expansive kicking rather than just the boot up in the park and, yeah. you know, hopefully you you, you, you contain the opposition. Yeah. Um, but when you were defending, when we were a man down, um, you know, the Welsh defence, just, you just didn't give us a chance really. Um, and we, and sorry, the chances that we eventually did manage to get, we, we, we weren't able to, you know, turn them over. Mm. We were a bit daft um, to obstruct the guy on the line, um, you know, to give him a channel oh, yeah. to go and get over the line and score that try. That was, mm. it was unfortunate. I think had the leading guy, had the, you know, the, the player in front of the actual ball carrier had the ball, he may have, he may have scored a try, mm. um, you know, but, it's one of those things that, you know, it was a, it, the guy was uh, obstructing, you know, it was a, you know, ref called it correctly. Yeah. I must admit, I, I agree with you as well. I did think it was a little bit on the soft side. If anybody, you know, on the call as a prop or as a, you know, certainly a, a bona fide member of the pack, hmm. if you've been battling and you're just pulling your body up from the bottom of a ruck and you're running over the park, certainly front row, to come and see the next ball, man's on the ground, Welsh man standing over the top of the ball, you know, hunkered down and reaching, you know, to go and, well, to step over and yeah. take the ball for Welsh possession. Of course, you're going to clear them out. But I think you nailed it, actually, Terry, um, by saying it was slightly different than the red card the previous week. The red card the previous week, the Irishman did lead with his shoulder and his arm and there was out and out. You could see, you know, I've done it. Neil's done it. Um, you know, we've all, you know, we've all been there. We've grabbed bits we shouldn't, but we will get, we just get the player out of the way. Yeah. But it was very, it was, it was different. That was a prop going in, putting his head down, tucking his head out of the way and dropping his shoulder probably as, you know, as low as he could at that point to clear someone out. And he was, yeah, he cleared out. I, I don't know whether it's quite a cute thing. Maybe maybe it's something that players are going to start doing and, you know, I probably don't want a head knock. But all you have to do is move your head a couple of yards, you know, sorry, not a yard, a couple of inches to the side and you yeah. could get people sent off left, right and centre. Yeah. You know, that guy didn't look up and target his head. No. No chance. Yeah. No. Yeah, you got a red card. It totally changes the game. Well, I'd be able to now, get a few penalties with the size of my head. Yeah, yeah. That's it. Now, now you go, all right, <laughs> we're getting penalties for that. You know, I mean, that's I don't, I don't think that's happening yet. But my goodness, two on the trot, down to 14 men. Yeah, just, just move your head a little. You're wearing a scrum cap. Okay, he's coming in. He's off the pitch. Mm. You know, and because you, you've moved your head three inches. Yeah, yeah. Or, and that... You know that didn't mess. That didn't happen in that instance, but it could do. It could come into the game now. Yeah, do you think you know, um, if do you refs think... are getting that hot on it? It's margins. It's tiny margins. Yeah. What are you going to say then, Dom? Sorry? Do you think it's more about um, obviously the whole head contact is player safety? Yep. But it's you know specifically wasn't malicious. No, it wasn't. Just clumsy, lack of yeah. technique, arguably. And which is why I, which is why I said a yellow card because at yeah. the end of the yeah, day, yeah, yeah, that would have been fair, mm -hmm. Terry. Yeah, yeah that would have been yeah. fair. And uh, but I, I, I think, 
had it been a yellow card, I do think we'd have hung on. Mm. You know, so, but I think, I think, you know, <laughs> being a Welshman, you've got to be smiling today. You know, two <laughs> wins out of two, you know, played great in bits, but mm. not really strung a, 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 a game together that you could say, yeah, against the 15 will come out dominant, you know, but yeah, I'm happy with my points. I'll take my points. Yeah. I, you know, I, I, gutted we didn't finish you, to be honest. I thought you were going to, you know? I thought you were generally going to sneak it in the last three. Was yeah. it? Knocked it thought, on, uh, yeah, it was up. I mean, my goodness me, I was off my seat. I was shouting at the telly. Yeah. I was bawling at the telly, you know. Um, mm. The neighbours wouldn't be happy, but <laughs> the telly got shouted at. Um, uh, yeah, they, I shocked the girls and Leanne. They were all like, what's going on? Yeah, I got a bit, <laughs> there was a bit of passion flowing in the room. That's good. But no, I mean, I have to say, from my point of view, it is amazing to see. Scotland come through as strong as they have this year. I mean, if they generally, I think if they'd have beaten Wales, I think the only team that would have beaten them this year, excuse me, Rab, would have been France. Generally, I agree. I, agree. I, I, I still think we'll give France. I think we'll give France a a good game. I think we'll push I, I, them. Yeah. But yeah, I, mm. if we can keep fifteen men on the park, mm. um, I've I've been really impressed this year with Scottish pack. Yeah. I didn't yeah. quite appreciate how how they've moved the pack forward. The pack has been, you know, okay, we lost we lost the front row. That that made a difference. But the, you know, okay, we had a, a juggle around who came off. The young boy in the backs came off, <coughs> and he had a great game as well. Um, they brought him, took him off, mm. you know, and put in a, a front row forward. And actually, you know, he's pretty solid. It was it, the pack was, you know. The pack's been good, yeah. you know. Pack was strong. Well, because um, think about it, I mean, and and they are far from it. But you get the likes of obviously, bloody um, Finn Russell. You know, you have got the captain Stuart Hogg. They, you'll forgive me for saying, but in previous years, have kind of carried the team a little bit. But I think that this year, the forwards have have completely shortened that gap. Like you quite rightly said, the forwards are solid, strong. You know, dependable scrums. They get into the rucks, you know. The, the whole team is kind of leaps and bounds, and rather than, you know, it just being, oh, you know, a standard team plus these superstars, if you like, they've all stepped up to the plate. And to see the emotion for losing that game on Saturday, it was like they'd lost the World Cup. And I completely understand, completely understand, because that's one game, of those that was there for the taking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. you know, it got sent off. Yeah, fine, right. You got you got to deal with it. But that was a real pivotal moment, wasn't it? Yeah. But yeah. Fair play to Wales, that young winger coming through, oh. he's phenomenal. What you know, great talent, young, young kids, yeah. um, playing an absolute blinder for you. Yeah, yeah. Um, AD, the best AD, the best way to describe it was that you guys lost that game. Well, or Wales won it, whichever way you want to look at it, yeah. depends which colour you're wearing. By that. Yeah, yeah. That was that. and that was and that was that tap yeah. tackle on Van der Moore oh, as yeah. came through. Yeah, yeah. And at the end of the day, that's what that that what was the difference. I yeah, yeah. I do not I do not believe the standing off of the prop affected the game that much. Mm. We can we can we can we can argue. We'll this. disagree on that, that one. That's fine. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, one of those things that Scotland Scotland deserved to win, and so did Wales. It was one that could have got could have gone either way. Mm. And I'm just personally, I'm obviously I'm happy being two from two. Mm. I'm, on the right side of it, <laughs> I'm, I'm, on the, for a change, <laughs> change. 
Oh, but, we're yeah, used to. Uh, don't worry. You know, we're just. I just like seeing us <laughs> come coming out the. We tend, I mean, we've gone through periods where we've put together fantastic performances. Yeah. You know, for sixty minutes of a game, mm. and then lose it in the last twenty. You know, it's like that's that's typically been what we've done. We've been camped on people's lines historically. Yeah. You know, for you know for 40, 40 60 minutes. You know, and not being able to break down defences. This team can do that. We've seen, you know, I've I've seen that. Um, but it's just, yeah, keep the guys on the pitch. Don't let's not lose anything silly. But yeah, no, Wales Wales came back at us. Yeah. You know, yeah. um, you know, and came back well. Some nice. Your first, yeah, your the the try coming through the middle. There's some really nice handling through the middle. You know. Yeah. You know, interlinking forwards, backs. It was good. It was some good rugby. Mm. Um, you know, when you, and, and it just hit us on the break, and mm. that did the damage. You know, there was that forty yards. You know, gained. You know, just through that little passage of play, and then that just opened up other opportunities for you know, for the try. Yeah, but like you say, I mean, it, it was it was a cracker of a game. I've not seen a, a game that close, and I was on the edge of my seat, and I wasn't even supporting either team. You know, and I was sat there genuinely like, come on, come on, shouting at the table. Oh, well, the Sc- but, Scotland, what was it? Scotland, England, was it 35 all or 31 all? Mm. You know, when it was game of two halves. That was that yeah. was one of those games. Yeah, yeah. I think the whole of Wales and the whole of Ireland were probably shouting for blue that day as well. But guilty. Uh, <laughs> that, that was the game. When, oh, we're, oh, we're here. We're going to get absolute hammering. Yeah. You know, how one half in. In the second half, I think, all right, okay, we'll make it respectable, right? We've got a try back, that's good, right? Okay, see if we can get another one. All right, we've got another one back. Well, hang on a minute, we've got another one. Oh, wait a minute here, we're, we we might put an upset here, you know? And then mm-hmm. it kept going, and then, you know, in the then leading the game, you know, and then, and then, and then getting crushed and having a having a draw at the end. That I mean, that that's got to be, you know, one of the you know the games. Yeah, yeah, one of the sort of most outstanding games of rugby ever. But, um, but yeah, it was a good one. There's always two games I go to. If ever I'm feeling a little down and I want to remember being back home in back home in, in Gloucester, um, I always watch that game, the 38 all, um, because obviously who likes to you know who doesn't like to see England get disappointed, and obviously <laughs> obviously the th- obviously the 30 points to three you know hammering yeah. we gave them. Yeah. To deny them the Grand Slam as well, I agree with you. you know, Why are they both I'm, against England? Probably, uh, yeah, probably retracting <laughs> your invitation for next week, Terry. Bloody <laughs> <laughs> right, Jesus Christ! So before, I, we, before um, we move on to the to the next game, Rab Olivier, do you have anything to add for for this game? I wasn't uh, I wasn't disappointed uh, to lose against Wales the, the the previous week when I looked up the game. Um, unfortunately, I think I've, I've put in mitigation um, that we had lost a man. But I was. This is we're talking about Wales. I, I, they they have improved a huge amount to this weekend playing against Scotland. Um, but I, I I didn't think they that they played well against us at all. Um, but they've improved under two from two. So fair play to them. Um, the concern would be that 
they're only the the outstanding performances that they're putting out from Tipperick and and Win Jones and Alan Win Jones seem to be on the defensive side of the ball. Um, yeah, that was like a brick wall, wasn't it? When when Scotland was just hammering and hammering it, and Wales, and I thought, Jesus, I've never seen. I mean, Wales have always been known for good defence, but wow, that was something else Saturday. Yeah, I I just wondered. I, we we've been saying about uh, the man being down not making a difference. I personally, I think that's why. I think you're you're blunted in attack when you're a man down. There's not that same. You can't draw uh, the man. You can't open up the gaps. If you've got a man down, you're always trying to make up extra ground. You, you've got to tighten up the middle, and then you've got to rush people wide to try and make the gap. You know, so yeah. when you've got an extra man, you can pull the team around all over the place. You know, it's, well, it, I think it. what had happened the previous week is that I, I think the Irish pack had outplayed the <laughs> well when Ireland had the ball in possession with territory, but the Welsh were just able to soak it up, soak it up, soak it up. And Ireland weren't able to give that killer punch because there were a man down. And I felt this very uh, very similar feelings um, with regards to how Scotland were attacking on uh, against Wales on, on Saturday. That, that Wales just, it's almost like Robotope, where they just stand back and let the other team punch themselves out. Yeah. And then when the extra man starts, boom, and then you're away and... You find the spaces then. Yeah. Yeah. I tend to agree with both of you um, to a certain extent. <clears throat> I think it's more, that's more in line with the Irish game because Omani went off so early in the game. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I also be, I also think that the, the Irish backline have got far more spark. Sorry, the, the Scottish backline had far more spark than the Irish did. I totally agree. I still don't understand why they took off Darcy Graham. I think if they had taken off the open side or the blind side, well, probably the blind side, um, they'd have probably had more luck and then just, you know, on a scrum situation, drop in the winger because the same thing would have happened. But I think Scotland could have played that. I think you had a few rolling malls on the go and I think you were were gaining quite a bit of ground through there. And I think we just need to wrap it up. Yeah. Or maybe Townsend spotted something and he thought, you know, but yeah, you're, you're right, Darcy Graham was, was playing well. Mm-hmm. But sorry, oh. sorry, Terry, on you go. No, it's fine. No, I'm done. Yeah, perfect. Well, we'll move on and, to... Uh, the... Rab, sorry, just a quick question for you at 10. Do you go Burns, Burn or Sexton? Oh. <laughs> Don't. Don't I, well, I, I, that, that's a whole you could have a whole podcast on that on itself. <laughs> For me, you want to talk if you want to talk about Ireland, um I think it's very much a case of the sexton tail is wagging the IRFU dog from what I can make out. <laughs> okay. It appears to me Johnny Sexton was 33 at the end of the last World Cup. Yeah. Thanks, Johnny. You've been brilliant, superb. But you're not going to be here in four years' time. Mm-hmm. And I, I, I honestly, I, I, I'm going to get. I, I think Johnny Sexton's a terrific player. He's, he is terrific. He's still the best ten in Ireland. Mm. But he's not going to be there in four years' time. Whereas he's apprentice. Yep. Sorry. And yeah. it feels, it feels almost like it's a vanity project. 
that he wants to play so that he can go on the Lions tour this year. Yeah. 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 He's going to be in his 38th year come 2023. So you're saying they're still out for me, Rob? That means lockdown. If Tom Tom Brady can do it, then maybe so. He's lost half, Sexton's lost half a yard. Yeah. Yeah. Well, he odds. Well, we all have, yeah. Some of us didn't even have half a yard to lose. Well, no, Terry's the, the fastest bloke I know to cover half a metre. <laughs> <laughs> he just dies a death after that. But all right, we'll, we'll get on to the, uh, the France Island game then. Um, obviously, another cracker, another very close game. Um, France, uh, the victors, eventually 15 13. Uh, obviously, we've unfortunately lost Olivier um, due to signal issues. Uh, but Rad, what's uh, what are your sort of observations on the game? What went well? What didn't? What would you change? Uh, what went well was the set piece. Mm-hmm. We can see the influence of Paul O'Connor straight, Paul O'Connor straight away in the in the lineouts. Mm-hmm. Um, the scrums went very well. I thought uh, Porter had the big French guy on toast in certainly in the first half. He had them all ends up. Um, so the set priests improved. I was really impressed with, I'm a, being an Ulsterman, I'm a huge Ian Henderson fan. Mm-hmm. I, thought he, I thought he really stood up and played really well this week, um, and as he had done against Wales the week before. Um, the, I'm happy to see Henshaw and Ringrose starting to get a little bit of a run again in the centres, which is good. Happy to see Reese Ruddock coming in getting a bit more physicality into it. Um, great to see Ty Furlong coming back. I'm, I'm salivating at the thought of having Porter and Furlong terrorising scrums in the future. Yeah. yeah, The two of them are awesome, so I'm happy with that. Um, uh, now, things I don't like. If I signed the checks at the IRFU, mm. I would be calling Mike Cat into my office and asking him to get me a highlights clip of what the he's meant to be doing as our attack coach, because I have seen note. I've seen nothing that I didn't see two years ago <clears throat> under under Joe. And I'm I'm oh dear, a real lack of creativity. Someone touched on it there a minute ago. You comparing the Scottish back line to the Irish back line. Oh, it's like. Oh, no, no, almost. Uh, Keith Earls, I feel sorry for him. All he's done is chase kicks because that's all we do. Um, the succession planning that we talked about for nine and ten is just, we've already missed that boat, I think. Uh, we are doomed again to get our arses handed to us in the quarterfinals in the next World Cup. Uh it just a blind man and a galloping horse can see that you cannot throw a young man in at 10 minutes at the end of every game for a year, six yeah. months, two years, whatever, and then throw him into the cauldron at wherever, with any of these international stadiums and expect him to do the job yeah. and then crucify him when he doesn't. That's the issue. It's the crucifixion. It's the crucifixion. It's what it's what the Welsh public did to Alex Cuthbert, who was a star on the Lions tour, but because he had two or three bad games, not even bad games, mediocre games, they crucified him. 
couple of clangers. And you see him running in for the Chiefs at the minute. You got it. Yeah. Yeah. I I mean the 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 we just I think like I say, I think that we've already missed that boat. And now we need to find someone. We've had our issues with injuries and other shenanigans with, with Paddy Jackson and so on that, that, that hampered or hindered the, the succession planning. But even so, as I said, Johnny Sexton was 33 at the last World Cup. Yeah. Thanks, Johnny. So where, Rab, how, Rab, how old is Rab, how old is that Jameson Gibson Park? That, that, that the nine from Saturday. Uh tw- he was he was okay. He was good. I think he's about 26. But here's the thing. He's not even first choice at Leinster. Yeah. I mean, they spell him at Leinster, but... But again, that chance was missed. But again, Cooney was the, the best number nine in Europe for a, for a couple of seasons ago there. He was bossing. I watched him, I watched him uh, when Ulster played, went to Bath. I watched that game. He bossed the Bath game. I went to watch him play uh, when they played against Quinns. He bossed that game, and you couldn't get a look in. And Connor Murray was playing on one leg at that time, and it just—we were talking earlier about players being picked on past, past not not what they're playing at this present minute in time within the England setup. I think Ireland are very guilty of that as well. And do you do you worry? I mean, I'm worried personally as an England fan. We're not going to be ready for the next World Cup if we keep picking names and not people on form. We're going to have, a have an aging squad, aging, not Asian, sorry, um, and mm-hmm. it just kind of, I don't know. I, I'm just, I've gone from you know being in the you know as a kid seeing England not really win much, be the also runs lose to Wales a lot, Ireland that sort of thing, France especially, um, to then going right to the top of the game, you know, world leaders in terms of pioneering rugby to now I think personally my own opinion going backwards you know kick 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 we had some of the best backs attacking backs on the pitch not the game just gone the week before and all they did was kick I mean you know Johnny May yeah he had a bit of a shock he obviously made up for it this week uh, we'll get on to his uh, try or no try shortly um, but um, but yeah it's just it's frustrating for me to see how we you know Almost the world leaders in terms of wow, okay, England have changed things up. They're 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 beating teams that they never. I mean, the best game I've ever seen England play was against the All Blacks. We won't get up too much onto that, but that was. Um, and then to absolutely bottle it the next week was just typical England. But yeah, I mean, in terms of the game, I obviously watched the France Ireland game, and and it was very very close. Um, I mean, you saw what it meant to those French players to win uh, in Ireland. I mean, how oh, I don't know the record. How long has it been? <clears throat> Uh, it, tw- it was 2011, 10 years since they last won. Yeah. Yeah. Um, can I just say, you're saying there about it being close. Mm. Uh, I put down my little notes that I thought Ireland were a bit like a mouse and France were the cat and France were just playing with us. Yeah, yeah. Okay. And whenever we started getting ideas above our station, i.e. we're going to score in the corner because you're a man down, France mm. went, uh-uh. Here's what, how we're going to show you how to play. 11 offloads to three, full stop. I mean... The, the, the case rests, that yeah. just should not have... I, oh, do they not trust the players to play an offloading game? Do they not trust their core skills? Yeah. Because if they don't, Andrew Farrell has been there. 
in some setup in our in within this Irish setup for a long time. Yeah, yeah. I think some of this drops on his toes. Mm. Yeah. So mm. I, it, I, I'm not. I, I, I disagreed at the time that Andy Farrell should not have been given the job at the time. It needed fresh eyes and a new system. Yeah. We didn't get it, but it is what it is now. Um, do we carry on for the next two years, letting him let with the same setup, knowing that the same result will happen again, will be knocked out in the quarterfinals? Mm. Um, and who would you have in his place? Who would your choice be? Well, the the first thing I would have done whenever Wales, sorry, but whenever you were daft enough to let Sean Edwards go, I'd have <laughs> broke the blood, I'd have broke the bloody bank to yeah. get him. Yeah. Then I would, have I, the word, I would have scarred the word for a head coach and told him, here's the condition. You work with Sean Edwards. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, and then we go from there. He has revolutionised the French oh. in such a short amount of time. I mean... Apparently whole... he's got them all eating pies. Was he? <laughs> but the thing is, guys, here's a, side th- here's a side thing on this. Sean Edwards left his legacy with Wales, Right. We had an abysmal 2020. We, we, had a, we had a defense like a sieve. Now, all of a sudden, we come into 2021. Who have they got there as a defense coach now? Gethin Jenkins. Who did Gethin Jenkins learn a lot of his trade from? Sean Edwards. See, they're succession now, planning. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. No, it's, it's, it's really. Even though, yeah, even it may be subconsciously, but yeah, natural. Yeah. Are we, in terms of, you know, the France nine, once again, my mind has, has let, uh, let me go. Dupont. Dupont, thank you very much. Dupont. Are we generally seeing the best nine in the world? Do you think there's a better nine? At the moment, I think we are. Oh, and by I the think... way, as I, like, as I like to call him, ICI, not Dupont. Forget the joke, Neil. That's a local, yeah. That's an anyone else gets. <laughs> <laughs> I think we may be seeing even one of the best backs, you know. Mm. Right. No, that's, that's interesting. His longevity is what you've got to look at. It's how long is he going to keep this up? Mm. Yeah. That's the big thing. And that and the thing is, with the amount of pressure that's in rugby at the moment, a professional era, he is going to be demanded, it's going to be demanded by the rug, rugby public, i.e. us, yeah. that he, and the French public, that he must keep up this level of performance. Mm. If he can do that, yeah, I think he'd be one of the, one of the world's greats for forever. Mm. But that's a big if. That can, you know, you can ask that of any good player. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. You can only ask them to keep getting better each season. Personally, mm. I still think there's another. I think this French team's only playing at seventy-five percent. Oh, they're so young. They've not had that many caps between them. I think we could really be seeing their dominance in the next three to five years. I, I, I really, I really hope for for their sake that they don't do in Ireland. And we picked two years or, you know, 18 yeah, months yeah. for a World Cup. Mm-hmm. I hope they've gone. I, I'd, I'd love to see the French winning it. I generally believe that they'll they'll get to the final, certainly, at the next World if, yeah. if they carry on progressing like they are with the young squad, they've got it right. They've got the timing right. The players are all coming through. You know, they've got two World Cups in them, I think. You know, it, it's yeah. just... Yeah, I mean, it's great to see, though. We said this last week that it's cyclical, almost. You know, when I was a kid... Like I said, England weren't mid-table every year. You know, uh, France were absolutely dominating, you know, smashing every team, going the Grand Slam. Ireland were up there. Wales, eh. Um, 
but you in know, the 70s, in the 70s, we were because I was a kid in the 70s. So oh, yeah. right, okay. Is that when the Diplodocus was walking around? No, I'm joking, but no, it's great to see you know, peaks and troughs, things like this. But look, we read we mentioned last week that to have to get the best from every team, you need six strong teams in six nations. Um, and we we broke yeah. on the subject. I mean, what do you do with Italy? Do you do you have maybe uh, two Six Nations, like a top tier and a lower tier, with like Georgia, Russia, whoever in the in the world, and then you have relegation and promotion. You know, um, then that would be fair to maybe one year if Italy, say Italy went down, it might be England at this rate, but you'd then it have Ireland. It could be Ireland, yeah. But then you'd have Georgia come up, and then it, I think it would keep it a lot fresher, um, and it would bring on the so-called second tier nations exponentially. It would you know really push them forward. So. There's arguments to and from uh, to and from that. You know, it's it's a, that's a very difficult one. Yeah. Um, would do I support relegation? Yes, as long as it's not Wales. Same as anybody else would say for their own team. You know, let's let's be honest. Because you can always get relegated, mate. The way they're playing, you know, you can always you can always have you can always have a poor season. Look at look at the Premiership. Mm. Gloucester have gone to the rats because we're right. They changed uh, the rules for us, Terry. We're not going to get relegated. Yeah. I know that. I yeah. know that. But it's it, it's difficult. You know, would you, would you want to see one of the big? Let's say the big five. Mm. You wouldn't want to see one of the big five go down and have to play, you know, second division international rugby, mm. because you'd be getting 70, 80, 100 point hammerings on these other teams like Germany, Romania, and all those. Mm. Yeah. But is that going to benefit them at all? What you've got to look at is how do they make the Six Nations, and how do they make Italy more competitive? Mm. I think this year, judging by the first two games. I think they are competitive. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Given what it, given whatever else is around, what you also got to remember is Italy have played Georgia a couple of times in re, in recent years mm. and have beaten them every time. Yeah, yeah. Well, no. So, is there going to be a benefit of bringing Georgia up? Mm. I think what you said about more competitive games for the tier two, yes, and more fundraising for tier two, yes. Yeah. But at the moment, I would say you leave the Six Nations as it is. Mm-hmm. Unless, unless Italy are losing by 90, 100 points in every single game, not scoring, not looking professional, mm. then you'd have to look at it. But at the moment, I mean, they, who are they playing next week? Or oh, next game, I don't know. Ireland. Right. Ireland next week, is it, yeah. I mean, no offence to you, Rob, but you could be the ones that fall on the sword with them. They, hey. they've, not played, they've not played Scotland yet. There'll, there'll, be, no, there'll be no crone here from uh, before <laughs> that game. <laughs> I'm hopeful. No, they, they, they've done us over a couple of times in the past. Yeah. And us, yeah. Yeah. And, so, and uh, I think... Sorry, Rob, go on. I, I think the problem, uh, I, and this is also slightly uh, applies to Scotland as well, is they only have two teams to play to pick from. Mm. By the time you've pulled a few uh, imports, a few foreign-based players or ineligible players for your national side in to bolster your, your league form, you've only maybe got 10, 12, 15 players eligible for the national team. You double that for the two teams. There's 30 guys. Yeah. You, you know what I mean? Scotland are fortunate. They have, have the, some of their best players play outside of the country, but it's still they're still working off two teams. They seem to be doing pretty well. I think the Italians will struggle for while, for as long as that happens. And also, you know, it's it, it, it's a vastly um, less popular sport compared yeah. to soccer in Italy. You know, it's it's 
Yeah. That's just my thought. I, I, I think Italy will be as they are for a long time. Forever. It takes a while. We've got to get anybody around it. As well, as we, we, I suppose we talked about it a little bit last week, but you need you need to get uh, you know, a reasonable fan base, you know, yeah. get get yeah. people behind the sport, you know, so it's so um, but not you know, just the internationals. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? The the internationals sell out no problem, but you you look at a Pro 14 game from uh from Newport or something there of a Friday night, and yeah. it's not one man needs dog, but you know, yeah, they ain't bursting the seams, you know. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, no, it's it's interesting to see. And, and you know, um, I mean we'll get on to uh we'll move on because I'm, I'm conscious of time, we're we're coming on slightly, but um, one thing I wanted to mention, uh, going back to the England game, I, I, I regret I didn't mention it at the time. I did mention it earlier. Now, I'm going to say that Johnny may try. The reason I'm saying that is, I mean, in terms of athletic athletic ability, wow. To get that ball down before his foot touched the floor, brilliant. I mean, it was great. As an England fan, I was jumping up and down. However, Mr. Owens has come out recently with a very interesting point that... It was technically illegal. You are not allowed to jump a tackle. Now, people are going to come back and say, oh, he was diving for the line. There's a difference in diving for the line forward and just trying to make it to literally coming off your feet, jumping above the player and then putting the ball down. Now, Nigel mentioned that it was illegal. We've I've had arguments with guys at work who think that, no, it was absolutely fine. He was jumping for the line. I mean, what's your genuine opinion on it, gents? I think... Uh, I'm sorry, Don. Yeah, a few points. Well done for using Twitter and seeing Nigel Owens' tweet. No, he texted me. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then second point, cracking knowledge of the rules there. Um, I think it's just one of those in games. I mean, you know, the TMO works wonders and it, and it tears the game apart sometimes in slow motion and looking into things too often. Um, but, I mean... It's it's hard to criticise and say that's illegal, really, isn't it? But I mean, you know, the law, it is, and one of the yeah. best refs, in the, if not the best ref in the world, has, has come out and said so. You know, and, you know, letter of the law. I argued heavily that it, uh, Scotland's red card was a red card in the letter of the law. So I suppose I better stick to my guns and yeah, letter of the law, maybe. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, well, you can... me there, Neil. Sorry, mate. Apologies. I had to say something <laughs> clever eventually. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> And what about you, Brad? What were your thoughts on it? Well, was your, was your view intentional contact with his head then? Was that, was that it? Or was it what element of it made it an out-and-out red in your eyes? Made it over all ground? Well, what Don was saying is, literally, in the law book now, any contact with the head, unless there's mitigating circumstances, is a red, straight red. And that's why I don't blame the ref. He how's gonna, how's that, how, how are you not going to contact with someone's head if you're going into a rock or if you're going into a mall? You know, not- I know. Okay, you got to lead with binding arms. Yeah, yeah, that's what I was so, going to make. Yeah, he was well. You know, he wasn't in con- wasn't fully in control of himself going into that ruck. Mm-hmm. There's rucks throughout the game. You know, the yeah. the technique's got to be better. Yeah. At the end of the day, it was was my right. personal opinion. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, you were saying, Rab, sorry about the Johnny May try or no try. What what was your honest opinion on that? Well, it's okay. <laughs> 
England won 41 18. Mm. What happens if that la- that happens in the red zone in the World Cup final between New Zealand, France, New Zealand, South Africa, whoever? Mm. Where are we going with that one then? Mm. This is a perfect opportunity to deal with that, so, yeah. to yeah. take that grey area out of it now. Mm-hmm. And pass it back to either the referee or the TMO and let them make the judgment. Yeah. That's how we played the game for a hundred years. Mm-hmm. Let the referee make his judgment on that one. That looked like a jump at the tackle to me. That's no I try. I agree. I'm an England fan. Oh, don't get me wrong, it's great they gave it and the athleticism of Johnny May, fair play to him. But I genuinely believe that was an illegal jump. You cannot I, jump a tackle. I live I live in the M62 corridor. Um, and for my sins, I'm uh, I'm also a league fan, uh, and every week that that, that that happens in Super League and the NRL week in week yeah. out, these huge dives plops into the corner. Yeah, yeah. What are your views on it, AD? What's your honest opinion? Do you think it was a try or do you think it was illegal? Um, I I think I think it I think it's. It's something that we've been not aiming to do, but it's almost been like in that in that situation at the corner flag. A lot of the times, wingers are off the ground, you know, and 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 effectively they're flying into the truck, you know, they're flying into the, um, you know, into the, into the touchdown area, so yeah. uh, to get contact. Okay. Uh, uh, Okay, our Welsh boy didn't fly over an individual to do the same, but you know it was, it was you know he's airborne. If you're not, if you're, sorry, was Ireland really? Well, it's interesting that the terminology you used then, Ad. Sorry, it's interesting the terminology you used then. I just want to pull it back for a second because you said into the touchdown area, and it's very interesting you say that because it was very American football esque, wasn't it? It was, wasn't it? It was. That's yeah. That's um, exactly what it's. It's almost like you get the, you know, it's it's like if you were number eight and you were to launch over the top of the of the scrum to touch down beyond the other number eight's feet, you know, or, or not mm. quite. Okay, I'd love to see Billy I, do I that. Can go. Billy'd need a step so, up at the moment. To do that. Lines, right? I think he'd need to borrow Evil Knievel's motorbike. <laughs> Oh, and what what are your views, Terry? I mean, I'm conscious we need to wrap up shortly, just um, keep time low. But what what are your views on the May uh, try? And, and then we'll go into some guesses for next week's games. No try. Mm-hmm. Um, purely the reason the way the way that he jumped, he tried to hurdle uh, an oncoming tackler. Mm-hmm. Now, if the tackler had hit his legs, caught him, the tackler would probably have got sent off, or at the very least, penalty yellow card. Back the man in the air. Right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. And now the thing is, he was actually going over the tackler, mm. whereas Rhys Amit was coming that way with, well, I think it was Tag Furlong, was it? Coming it was across, Tag Furlong, yeah. Coming across to hit him that way. Yes. That would be, so if Furlong had hit him, that would have been perfectly legal, mm-hmm. whereas if the um, the Italian guy had kind of grabbed him and took, then it, it, opens, it opens up a whole can of worms. Yeah. Obviously, Nigel Owens knows a lot more about the laws than we do. Mm. Yeah, I agree. No tack, uh, no no try. Jumping through the tackle, penalty to Italy. Period. Well, can I just say that, uh, just briefly, that mm. ever since they ruled the corner flag no longer as touch, mm. 
they do it to benefit for the benefit of the attacking player. I have no doubt this will go the same way. It will be for the attacker to score the try. Mm -hmm. Yeah. What were you saying then, AD? Sorry. No, I was just agreeing with Rab there. Really, you know, it's it's, it's, it opens up those corners. Yeah. It means that you don't actually have to defend just the pitch. You've actually got to defend the airspace. Yeah. Either corner flag. Yeah. Right, so let's get on to, I said next week's games, but obviously we have a week off. Um, so, um, I'm, forgive me if I did it in the wrong order, but I believe, obviously, England are against the old enemies, uh, the Tafts. Um, what's everyone's uh, guess at? I'm not necessarily score, but we'll just say, like, a nation by, you know, whatever you think it might be. So, we'll go to Terry first. I'm pretty sure I know who you're going to say. We'll sneak it. Um I've got to be confident because the way we've played the last two games and we are getting better and historically we always get better through the tournament. Yeah. Depends who he picks in the centres, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. Um, I like the look at, I like the thought of that um, Halla Hollow at 12 and George he North. Well when he came on. Yeah. I think that, that's, I think they'll, they'll run rings around the, the English, the English back line if he picks as usual. Mm-hmm. Who's to say? I mean, this Six Nations is, has thrown up so many yeah. ifs, whys, wherefores and whatever. I mean, I'd like to see Farrell get sent off to give us a chance. <laughs> you know? <laughs> well, I don't think, yeah. I think you're better, better off, you're, you're probably better off winning keeping him on the pitch at the moment, mate. I mean, <laughs> but, I do not rate him as a 12 as long as he's got a hole in his ass. Excuse my French, uh, but he is not never a 12. Gonna, he's never going to go into a rock anyway, you're safe. Yeah, that's yeah. true. Never the, no, in, all, in, all, in all fairness, in all fairness, guys, yeah, I think I think we've we've got the ability to sneak it. Mm-hmm. It could it could I mean it could go completely tits up. And we end up with a thirty point defeat. Who knows? Because England Wales is one of those that yeah, it's well, just I've on the day. Many so. times before, Terry. Uh, whenever we come up against Wales, especially in the World Cup, I get so worried because they. <laughs> Our nemesis team. You could guide. You, Wales could have lost every game in their group stage and come up against England and smash us just because of the pride of pulling on that red jersey against England. It's just something else. It's going to be an interest. But what are your big views from? Big difference. I got to say, there's a big difference now. This yeah. week, this forthcoming game, the, the Millennium Stadium mm-hmm. is going to be not the 16th man. No, no, it's not. It's not going to be 70,000 Welshmen baying for 15 Englishmen. Heads, yeah, yeah, that's yeah. gonna that's gonna be advantageous to the English. But yeah, my heart and my I heart and my head says we'll sneak it. I'm pretty sure I know what you're gonna say, Dom. But you might surprise me. What what are your um, thoughts? You know, I agree. England, Wales. No disrespect to Scotland, Ireland. There's always been a bit more needle, and uh, I always feel like you know, yes, the Welsh want to step up, but you know, I'm hoping England will think, "Fuck me, we need to pull our socks up." And uh, you know, and that and that and that works both ways. Oh, to pick a winner, I mean, I could quite easily see it both ways. But I mean, I think Wales, if we continue to play the way we do, um, and we just maintain that backline, I think Wales are going to edge us out this time. Mm. Oh, that's very very good. What about yourself, Rab and and uh, Aidy? What are your thoughts? Do you agree with either of these guys? Well, you've got to agree with one of them, I guess. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I uh, I think England will bite back because I, although the win against Italy was was a win, uh, it's, it's potentially not enough. Mm. 
I do think it's going to be a really tight game, and I think Wales will push. Wales will give them a game, but you know, if both teams keep fifteen men on the park, I think England will, yeah. you know, will edge it by a couple of points, yeah. maybe a twenty-one nineteen or round about yeah. that. Very so, particular, <laughs> not even an approximate score. I like that. It's just straight in there with the with the. Put a bet on this. I think Katie's got you know, not not you know, not a not a. A, a large gap between the two. Yeah. And what about yourself, Brad? Do you, do you, who do you agree with, should I say? Uh, I think there's a performance waiting in England. Mm-hmm. Um, Who's going to get it? Mm. I, I, I have a funny feeling that England will pull the stops out here against Wales. Um, I'll take England between 10 and 12 points. Brave yeah. shout. Nice. Well, I hope you're I, right. I, 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 I just have a wee feeling in my bones. No, that's fair enough. And it's be interesting to see. I and mean, I'm going to stay impartial this week. Obviously, <clears> there's <throat> no obvious uh, allegiance to any team for myself. Um, but yeah, um, so uh, who have Scotland got that week? Just remind me, AD. Oh, Italy Ireland as well on Saturday. Oh, yeah. I do, I'm done. I'm not doing him in the right order, Dom. I'm sorry. I haven't got <laughs> right So, okay, Italy Ireland. I do apologise. Who's who? Uh, well, we go we go to you first, Rab. Obviously, we haven't got an Italian on the on the call. But what are your thoughts on that? Um, depending <laughs> on his selection, he, he has right. Uh, he's got a problem at ten. Sexton will be available to play if he puts him in. What does what message does that send to the other guys? Yeah. Farrell, for his own job, needs a win. <laughs> if if he loses against heaven forbid if we lose against Italy um, I think they'll have to let him go Um, for that reason I think he will stick to his tried and test it Mm -hmm. maybe the odd one in like Jordan Larmer or somebody into the back three to try and give it a little bit of zip Um, Ireland to win that one by 15 yeah. Oh, that's quite a small gap. I, I would have thought a lot more. Listen, that's me. That's me heart saying that. Me head saying we might sneak that by about two or three, or at least could beat us. Yeah, yeah. Uh, very honest of you. Very honest. Of you. What about what are you thinking, Dom? I mean, Ireland. Yeah, like you say, they're going to want a part of performance on. They're going to want to get. Um, <clears throat> going to want to get points on the board. Personally, I think you start Billy Burns at 10. Um, maybe give Sexton 20 minutes, half an hour maximum, depends on how the game's going. Um, but yeah, Billy Burns at 10 for me. And uh, I'll say Arnhem by, by 20, 25. Okay. Terry, what are you thinking? Ireland have got an awesome front five. Mm-hmm. If they play pragmatic rugby, and wear down the Italians and put a, and, and score some early points mm. and keep hammering the forwards. I think I can see Ireland doing them by thirty or forty points. Yeah. I think if I really think if if it goes the other way, and Ireland try to match them with an expansive game, because let's play, let's be honest, those Italians have got no fear. Mm. They've got nothing to lose. Yeah. They've got nothing to lose. Then I think it, I think it could be close. I think I think Ireland will win, but it's just the margin. No, that's fair. And do you agree? Do you agree with the, the other? I think it's been a, nearly a clean sweep so far. Do you agree with everyone, Ad? 
19 to Ireland. Bang. Nice. Straight on it. No, no messing with AD, just straight in there. Like <laughs> they've got a, you know, the you know, Ireland of uh, you know with they need it, they'll they'll want to bite back. Yeah. Um a sense of frustration, but they, they still, you know, they're still no mugs. Yeah. Um, you know, when they do, if they put a game together, then you know, they certainly get 35, they may even more than that, but I'll say 35, 19. Nice, good result. Okie dokie. So on to Scotland, France. Is that right? Is it Scotland, France, or France, Scotland? Uh, I think you might France, be right. Scotland. France, Scotland. Yeah, I do France, apologize. Scotland. Yeah, France, Scotland. I'm just got the one. It's all together. It's <laughs> <laughs> well, my head and my heart are torn on this one, right? Yeah. I know what I think might happen, but I know what I don't want to happen. <laughs> I, I think if we play well, Right, then I think we can come out on the right side of this. You know, I think I think you know France are playing well, um, but I do think I do think we can push them. Um, you know, if we if, you know if we turn up and keep the men on the park, I, I think we can be on the right side. It'll be a tight game. Mm. I think you know, you know, the heart I says. Really, really. I Scotland, think yeah, I think Scotland, if any 27, teams France, France 22. 27, 22. No. 27, 22. 27, 22. I think, all right, I, I kind of agree with you there. I think if any team are going to beat France this year, my money's on Scotland. I don't see England playing special enough, I don't think. But Scotland have got that, they seem to have an extra edge this year, you know, and, and just have gelled really well. So I was genuinely gutted to see them lose. Um, Both obviously. teams like to throw the ball about. Mm. So I think this. I could think see interception tries happening. You know that's the that's the danger. But it's creative rugby. It's nice to watch. Yeah, yeah. But it leaves yourself. You know, you are always prone to, you know, someone intercepting and running out of the park. And what were but you going to say, Rob? Expansive open rugby from both teams. I think. Yeah, yeah. I think I think this has the potential to be a real epic contest. A real if if Scotland and I hope they do. I hope they turn up with their A game and yeah. give it to France and France have their A game as well because I think it would be some tussle. Um, I really like the Scottish pack. Mm. Really like, I've been a big admirer of the, uh, uh, you call the, the brothers, Greys, the Greys. Mm. Yeah. Uh, the FPs of my school, Richie Gray and yeah, uh, the boys. Yeah. Yeah, oh, yeah, I watch him. I watch him in the Pro 14 up in, and, and seeing him down in in Exeter now. Uh, they're doing great. Um, Scottish backline's exciting. I love the, uh, the 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 balance that they have between the par and now that Van der Merwe is a, a he's a wrecking ball. Mm. And then you see the gale and the and the angles that the hog cut in. Um, what I'd be interested to see and what I was disappointed in in Ireland on Sunday is nobody put... I mean, we've got a bloody rugby league head coach. No one put a little grubber kick. On the shoulder. Gael Ficou is a big, strong, powerful defender. What's he like when you turn him five yards and he's having yeah, to bend down for that ball yeah. and you can snot him? We didn't... We don't know because we didn't try. Yeah. I, hope, I hope Finn Russell pulls a few strings. Mm-hmm. And as a go, I'm, it's a game I'm looking forward to. But I think, I think France by seven to ten. Yeah, 
I mean, once again, I'm not going to give a guesser on this, but I agree with pretty much all you guys. I think France are very strong, but like I mentioned, if there's any team going to beat him, it's going to be Scotland. Um, I Once again, I think it's going to be an absolute cracker of a game because Scotland mm. just don't know how to give up. Genuinely. Yeah. I mean, you took to the last minute. And like you say, Terry, that tap tackle was the only thing that saved that game. The only thing that saved that game. And But it's great to see, you know, different games like this with, that are so contested. So... You know, like so if, I think if, if Scotland get points on the bird, uh, points on the bird, points bird. on the board, early doors. Obviously, got someone else like in my mind. Points on the bird. <laughs> 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 well, they're playing they get, against the cockerel. Yeah, if they, if they get points in uh, <laughs> points on the board, nice and early, and they sort of restrict Dupont. You know, if Dupont's got time on the ball and he's controlling the tempo of the game. That's when they're going to suffer. Um, they need to get front foot. Finn Russell needs to be firing on all cylinders, having time on the ball. Yep. Um, and if that, you know, all that comes together, I think Scotland have got this quite easily, to be fair. Yeah. I really do. And it pains me to say it as an English fan, but it's great to see. Mm, really is. I generally thought if, if Scotland had won that game, Saturday just gone, I would have put them in. I would have if I'd have had some money, put a cheeky bet on him to do the Grand Slam. Because, like I said, if, if anyone's going to beat France, it would have been Scotland. And I think if they'd have beaten Wales in that game that was so close, they would have taken so much from that. So yeah. much. And literally just grown and grown and to the next game and to the next game and so on and so forth. But it's fantastic. I mean, AD, you won't mind me saying, but Scotland have been the whipping boys for years, right? For years. And it is so good to see them up there now. Beating England, you know, I'm excited to see the French game as well. And I, I, it's just amazing. It's, it's really, really good to see. And um, I really do feel whoever wins this is likely to win the uh, championship overall. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I think, I think so. I think so too. I think, I, I think had it had this game been in in at Murrayfield, mm. I would have quite happily put some money on Scotland doing it because they they realised how close they were to beating Wales, mm. and the Scottish even Celtic psyche is a. That's enough. We're going to come back, come back with a, you know, and really hammer somebody. Yeah. Because it's in France, I think France will sneak it. Yeah. If, if Dupont and Jalibert control the game like they have done in the in the past two games, yeah. if Hamish Watson is on fire, if somebody can give him a dynamite enema and get him get him to really really hunt down Jalibert, he will do. Um, he will do. Then, you know, I think I, I I think you've got a good fighting chance, mm-hmm. and we all know what the what the, what the French mindset is. Once they start getting rocked, they start making mistakes. You start they, you start getting penalties against them. Who's to say? You know, you can't do it. I love the look of this Scottish backline. I think the two centres, Lang. Well, that you've got three centres there. Really, Lang, Redpath, and Harris. Who could walk into any team? And to be perfectly honest with you, Kim Redpath was injured for, for Saturday there. Yeah. But Lang didn't let him down. No, I know. Yeah. You know, it's you've got Darcy Graham on one wing, you've got, you got the diminutive little flyer, uh, I'll ask, you know, Shane Williams on one wing, and then you've got that monster of South African on the other wing. Yeah. And with, with, with Hogg and Russell in, in between, you know, pulling the strings. Yeah, I, I, I totally agree yeah, with you. Got, really, I think. There's threat in various, you know. I mean, that's it. You've got threat yeah. from everywhere in the back. Absolutely. You know, so and that's how I want. To, that's how I want to see Wales come up to progress into. And that any one of them will run at you. And Here's you, a you question know, for so you, that's, that's, <clears throat> You know, and not just look to offload. Yeah. 
Eddie, how do you feel about having more than one or two jocks in the running for a Lions tour? <laughs> See, but I mean, it's to be fair, it's great. You know, I love it. Been yeah, in there before, fine. but it just it's just never happened, you know. But he wasn't alive last time that happened. <laughs> if I'm honest, if I can cut in there, the only player I genuinely believe who deserves from the England team who deserves a Lions shirt at the moment is a Toji. Yeah, I think anyone else hasn't. There's players uh, I, I, that are better. I I'd include Sam Underhill as well because yeah. he hasn't he hasn't played, has he? No, no. But no, it, I mean Atoji just he's one of the only Saracens player, if not the only Saracens player, who's A still looks as fit as a fiddle, kept his fit, you know, done done what he needs to do, and <clears> still <throat> going on leaps and bounds. You know, he's just a monster. Yeah. Um, and I think if it were me, I think he'd the only he'd be the only safe England name on on the, the Lions team sheet at the moment. I think. Scotland, obviously, I think half the back line should be made up of Scottish. Um, I think that Louis Rees Summit is a, a shoe in for one wing. I would have said Johnny May uh, before two weeks ago, ah. but to see him have an absolute mare. Don't get me wrong, everyone has a bad day at the office, but that was uncharacteristic for him. So he would be a finisher for me. Um, he'll make the plane, he'll still be on the plane. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Um, but it's exciting to see that, like you say, it's not predominantly Welsh, predominantly English. It's going to be such a mix this time, if it goes yeah. ahead, obviously. But yeah. but no, that that's brilliant. I mean, unless there's anything, anything that anyone else wants to add, um, you know, we'll, we'll kind of wrap it up there. Um, but gents, can I just add, you know, from Dom and myself, thank you so much for coming on. AD, thank you. Yeah, for thank you very much. yourself through it again. Um, but gents, you know, we'd love to have you back on. Obviously, we've got a week break this week. Yeah. Uh, we'll wrap up again following the next game. Um, and yeah, you know, it'd be a pleasure to have you guys on again.